So welcome cadets to our first ever and hopefully not our last Communicore Weekly Mailbag Edition. Uh, you know, we've been bothering you guys to call the GOAT line and we've been surprised. We've had a lot of great numbers. I mean, uh, messages. Nobody left us their phone number to call them back. No, no. that's kind of disappointing. Jokes on them, though. Um, <laughs> when they call, they I get call their ID? numbers. <gasps> so we, we can, can call them. pizza and have it sent to their house. Then. We could, but we need their addresses. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that would have been a great Communicore Weekly April Fool's Day joke. It would have been. We could have ordered pizzas for everybody. An awesome. And awesome. then uh, then one for ourselves, because now that I say that, I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> but April is really even, far away. Even on California time? Even hungry? California time, I'm hungry. Go figure. I mean, it's almost bedtime over here on the East Coast. Oh, see, not for me. Now ah, it's, it's true. It's, the listeners don't know that. It might be like two o'clock in the afternoon for them by the time they listen to this but that could be bedtime it could be depending on on their work schedule i mean we don't discriminate i mean we understand everybody has a different work schedule yeah yeah it's whenever you want to but we do have a lot of awesome voicemails yes yes so we do we probably jump into them yes we do so let's uh, let's play this first one from alice carpenter hey this is alice carpenter calling from provo utah I just wanted to let you guys know that i love listening to your podcast every week and since i Live so far away from both Disneyland and Disney World. It's just nice to get my weekly Disney fix. And I just wanted to ask you guys a question. What is your favorite uh, Disney theme park memory? Keep up the good work. <laughs> Bye. Favorite Disney theme park memory. That's a fantastic question because every theme park memory is my favorite. But, okay. So I, I think I think by law I have to say that writing – the uh, TTA or the Webway People Mover with my boys and having them love it and enjoy it is my favorite Disney theme park memory. But in all honesty, it was the very first vacation to Walt Disney World with my wife. Well, it was my first trip anyway. Flew in, got to the hotel, drove to the Magic Kingdom, parked, got popcorn, ate at the Liberty Tree Tavern, and then walked right onto the Haunted Mansion, which was my very first theme park attraction ever. That's a good and memory. My favorite theme park attraction. Nice. Favorite, favorite, favorite. So nice. Um, man, that's like I don't, I don't know. See, I, I made you go first because well, I, I was think I think I your favorite theme park memory is probably meeting me at the Earl of Sandwich. That's true because Earl of Sandwich is the greatest theme park in the world. Yes, we or, or or riding Spaceship Earth with the lights on after dazzling thousands of people with our live show. I do have to admit that was a, a pretty awesome, pretty awesome, pretty awesome memory. The whole but, weekend was awesome, and the entire weekend was too. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe now at this point, I think it may have been, um, you know, two years ago when I saw the Enchanted Tiki Room at Disneyland. Um, having seen the terrible one at Walt Disney World for years with Iago and, and Zazu in it, and then coming out after seeing the original show, realizing how, remembering how good it was when I used to be mm -hmm. a kid when I saw it, and pretty much crying like a baby. Um, well, I mean, but also you had been talking Rolly Crump as well, right? Yeah, yeah. It was that, that same weekend. Like It was yeah, the same yeah. week right after I spent a week with Rolly, I, I saw the show. So I think that was by far my, my favorite uh, Disney yeah. theme park memory. That was a great question, Alice. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling. <laughs> Next one up, we have a phone call from Robbie. Hi, this is Robbie calling from Lexington, Kentucky. If you could only ride one ride at Disney World, which one would it be? Thanks. It's a good question, Robbie, and I know we get asked this all the time, and I, I think I've got to go with the Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World. It's just it's 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 the ride that I wanted to the attraction I wanted to experience when I was like four or five the very first time I was aware of a Disney theme park and as I mentioned earlier in the show it was my very first 
theme park attraction ever. So got to go with the mansion. Although, you know, I need to throw in the Wedway People Mover and Pirates. He, and, the, the question was one ride, George. Uh, you can't pick I 17. I mean, it's not fair. Because especially well, now, is, you the, picked Haunted Mansion. I feel like I can't pick that one because I was going to pick that uh, one. But you could do the, you know, the Disneyland one or the, uh, you know, the Christmas overlay. Or, I, I, yeah, I could. He did ask about Walt Disney World. So if I had to pick true, it was one Walt there, Disney World, sorry, yeah. I yeah. would pick Carousel of Progress. Um, oh, that's a good one too. Because I do quite enjoy the Carousel of Progress yeah, quite yeah. a bit. Um, but if George did not pick the Haunted Mansion, then I would have picked the Haunted Mansion. Thanks so a lot, you George. Pick it. You could pick it. Oh, okay. Then I pick the Haunted it's, Mansion. It's then. our show. That's true. Who's going to tell me otherwise? Yeah, that's true. No one. No one's going to tell me otherwise. Okay, Haunted Mansion it is. We're we're both picked the Haunted Mansion. Okay, so next up we got one from some guy named Ron something. I can't pronounce his last name. Hi, boys. It's Ron Business, co-host of the WDW Kingdom Cast, and the handler owner of the elusive white goat dog. I just wanted to call and say you guys have the best Geauga Lake podcast I've found so far. Keep up the good work. Cheers. Well, unfortunately, Ron did let the cat out of the bag that we were getting ready to start another podcast focusing on the Geauga Lake um, amusement park in Akron, Ohio. It was going to be the, I guess it was going to be the third greatest online show because Keith stole the title of second. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the numbers are now. I think someone might have the third greatest also. I'm not entirely oh, sure. Either way, uh, yeah. Thanks a lot, Ron. It's funny because um, when every, every time I hear that voicemail, I kept thinking, what is he saying? I have no <laughs> idea what he's saying, and I had to. I had to text Mr. Ron Business and go, what were you saying? I have no <laughs> idea what you were saying. But thank you from our buddy Ron over at the WDW Kingdom Cast for leaving us a voicemail and letting everyone know what our new podcast is going to be about. <laughs> and, and we've got another call from another podcaster. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I, I will comment about this one after the fact. <laughs> hey, Jeff and George. This is Jonathan from the WDW Fanboys Podcast. Just believing you guys a little message. Always enjoy the show. Kind of want a free button. So, uh, are you missing your half-day park, Jeff? Animal Kingdom? Just wondering. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Very funny, Mr. Hopkins. And this is why we don't have you on Communicore Weekly, because you're a jerk. <laughs> it's a full-day well, it park. Is, it is. Oh, okay. Okay. I was because I thought we were going with the half day park thing. No, no, it's a full day park. But while we're on the subject, we also have another voicemail that makes my blood boil. So <laughs> let's listen to that one too. Hey guys, this is Donnie. I was calling because I had an idea for maybe a uh, Communicore weekly event you guys can do, like a uh, a guided tour, like the one you're going to do in LA. But it would be Jeff Heinbuck's guide to spending a full day at Animal Kingdom. Because we all know it's impossible, but it'd be fun to watch him try. So, you know, just an idea. Bye. You know what, Donnie? <laughs> I thought we were friends, and clearly we're not. That hurts me right in the heart. George, stop laughing. It's not funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it really, honestly, if you consider parking in the lot and then walking, um, going through security. Why are we even having this conversation? Before? You know I'm just going to get angry at you. <laughs> I know people wouldn't like when Skinny Jeff gets angry. I don't understand why people have to give me so much grief about the full day park. Okay, can't can't we all have opinions? And my opinion is you guys are all wrong. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's my opinion. What do you want from me? 
I can just see us. Yeah, we're gonna sell a week-long tour of the Animal Kingdom. Listen, if somebody yeah. wants to spend a week in the Animal Kingdom, I will gladly show them around for a week. I'll spend a week, all week there. Let's do it. It's like a challenge for me. Can we move on to another thing now? Yeah, let's, let's go I on to another should. voicemail. Let's let's listen to the next one. Hello, hello, is this thing on? This is the Miracle Cadet Russ, and I have a very important philosophical question for you. If a Splash Mountain dog goes down the flume and no one is there to see it, does it make a splash? Hey, you, give me back my phone. I, I gotta go. Bye. Well, what a great call. We love answering deep philosophical questions here on Communicore Weekly. And honestly, uh, if it's unseen, it's probably going to be unheard as well. Uh, I think the Imagineers probably designed it that way, that it's going to be unsplashed. Unseen, unheard, and unsplashed. There are probably five people out there that will actually get that joke. (laughs) (laughs) One of them being Russ himself. (laughs) But if you do... You will be laughing right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well done. It. Also, Russ, stay away from the phone. You know, sometimes when people call us, they, they don't tell us who they are. Here's one of them. George Jackson, star in Star Wars Episode 7. Period. Wow. So I can see right off the bat, Jeff shot first t-shirts. Ooh. Ooh. Wait. Oh, I was like, wait, are we talking about who? That, I, that means I didn't die, right? That means I no, shot no, first no. and I... And yeah, I, you shot first and okay. you were okay. Cool. Anyway, no, I think this is a fantastic idea. And anybody that wants to move on this, we're open for full roles, uh, tons of different cameos all over the place. Name a planet after us. Communicorius Weeklyus. I want to ride a five-legged space goat in episode seven. Ooh! Boom. Yes. See what I did there? Done. Bam. Magic. A five-legged space go. Make it happen, guys. Make it happen. I think we should. I think we should. Somebody should call up uh, whoever's in charge of that division now. Yeah, we don't know who that is, but we you. call Bob Iger. Bob, sure, let's call Bob on the phone. Okay. I'm sure okay. we, he'll just pick up for us, right? I think so. Okay. Think while so. we while we try that, let's let's play the voicemail for the next next one. Hey guys, if you had to get stuck on a ride and listen to "It's a Small World" over and over again. Or listen to Where's Nemo from Finding Nemo the Ride? Which one would you ever get stuck listening to? This is Randy from Georgia. Ooh, that's a tough question. See, personally, I am not annoyed at all by the, the Small World song, uh, even more so because of the Rolly stuff. So I would prefer to be on that ride, listening to that over and over again, as opposed to being on the subs or the Finding Nemo ride at uh, Epcot, uh, listening for Marlin talk about Where's Nemo for 45 <laughs> minutes. How about you, George? What do you think? I, I think I have to go with the same thing. I think I'd enjoy Small World so much more than, than the Finding Nemo attraction at the land at Epcot, uh, not the land, excuse me, Living Seas, Bazing, sorry. I was going to say, wait a second, that doesn't wow. make any sense. No, it doesn't. I was thinking boat ride, I just ridden the land with Mr. Ron Bidness, we won't talk about that. Um, yeah, I think I, I would much rather be on Small World, because I do love that song, I think it's an amazingly well-written and beautiful song, I really, really do. It's a good answer, it's a good answer. Alright, let's move on to the next question, which actually is a pretty good one. Hey guys. Matt from Chicago. Just wanted to say a big fan of the show. You guys do a good job. Uh, here's a question for you. Uh, my girlfriend and I have recently been thinking about um, uh, relocating to one of the Disney areas, uh, California or Florida. Uh, for her work, uh, we went there for the first time last year. I took her and she was very excited, but I had to say, we can't move just for Disney. 
but she thinks she can get a job up there. My question to you guys is this. A, if you could go there and get annual passes, how do you go so much without the magic getting old? And B, uh, if you have a tip on any pharmacy jobs in either Southern California or the Orlando area, would certainly love to hear them. Anyway, thanks for the show, guys. You do do an awesome job. Have a great day. Peace. That is actually a very good question. Um, Now that I am living 20 minutes away, and I do go quite often, um... Even at this point, it hasn't lost its its magic to me. Um, I've kind of looked at it in a way that I guess I, I never looked at it before, where, you know, I'm not just going and rushing around to ride rides and enjoy myself. Now I can go and hang out and sit down on a bench and just people watch and maybe have a snack and then go home. I don't know. It's, you find different and new ways to enjoy it and find new things to do to make it seem different every every time that you go. So for me, it hasn't lost its magic yet. I don't know how it's not lost its magic, but um, <laughs> I don't know. What, I mean, what, what do you it's think, magic. George? I mean, you know, I've, I've been going down to Orlando for more than 20 years, and there's still things I haven't done, which I think is part of it. And I've got so many friends that – live close by that are Disney bloggers and historians and and just fans that go every weekend and spend the whole weekend there and they they enjoy the parks for what they are you know and, and I, I think that's part of it. if you love Disney and you enjoy it I you know I think the magic's always going to be there just like listening to Communicore Weekly I think you kind of hit on a good point too another good way for it to not lose its magic is to go with friends and the people yes. that enjoy it is just as much as you do because you know when we went down for the Epcot 30th anniversary week um I've never had more fun on a Disney trip before because we were literally there with you know mm-hmm. Tens of people that love the park just as much as we do, and I had it so much fun. It was a blast. Yeah, and, and we did not do a lot of attractions. No, we did not, anything. actually. We hung out, we ate, we imbibed, and had a really good time just yeah. being with other people that love the parks as much as we do. And I think and, that really carries over to me being here now, where uh, every time I go, I'm going with people that I, I'm friends with, and they love just they love the parks just as much as I do. So it definitely yes. makes it a lot more fun well, that way. And plus, Disneyland does not have the magic bands. Yeah, exactly. That makes it a lot better for me. Um, <laughs> speaking of people who love the parks, unfortunately, there's some that can't go to the parks, like this next voicemail. Hello, this is a call from an inmate in the Century Regional Detention Center. To hear your opinion, I'll press 0. To refuse this call, hang up or press 1. Guys, that was a real voicemail that we've got. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I guess people can listen to podcasts in prison. That's awesome. Sure. And if they're choosing yeah. to listen to us, thank you. That's great. That's great. That is great. Whoever but, you, know, you are, thanks. That that may have been Gary Hall making his one phone call, too. It, it, that's true. It may have been Gary Hall. Um, but if, if it wasn't, you could shoot us an email, too. We'd love to hear from you, whoever you were. Yeah. But when first time I wow. heard that, I cracked up. I was like, this has got to be a joke. And it wasn't. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was for real. It was for real. But thanks for calling, inmate from the correctional facility. <laughs> um, in, you know, a couple months back at this point, uh, we did our episode on the DAS cards and yes. you know, f- changing over from the GAC cards. And we actually got two really good voicemails from uh, people. So I think we should just play them uh, back to back so you guys can hear what they have to say. Hey, George. Hey, Jeff. This is Alan from Apex, North Carolina, better known as at Norman Bates on Twitter. I just got done listening to the GAC slash DAS show uh, from this week, and I really thought it was a great show. You guys did a great job, uh, you know, discussing something that needed to be discussed. Uh, 
I know you guys don't generally go that route, but that subject is important to every guest at Walt Disney World, even those that don't have disabilities. So I think you guys did a great job at discussing that in, in the right way and getting that out there. Um, I appreciate that. Love the show. I've been a cadet for a long time, and I'm a cadet until I die. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Uh, yeah, here's my message and a question. Uh, my name's Eric Sam, and I'm disabled, and I saw your Communicore Weekly Gust Assistance Card Disability and all. It was a great show. I really enjoyed it, and I was curious. <clears throat> I just went to Disneyland uh, last week, and as a matter of fact, normally I go to a – I have a wheelchair, and I go where the disabled is at the end of the entrance or the beginning. It doesn't really matter and get on there. Does that change, or is it still that still just the same? For me, um, using a wheelchair, I don't mind going on a regular line and waiting. I always had problems because of the standing and stuff. But if I have a place where I'm sitting down and still, still sitting in line for either a half hour or an hour, I can deal with that because, you know, I'm, I'm willing to do what the other guests do and stuff. Uh, and um, I was curious to... Uh, just wanted to let you know that I think that I'm, I'm glad that you guys are looking, talking about what we're talking about and looking after the people that really need assistance and stuff because there's so many different kinds of problems that people have, uh, you just don't know, and the kind of things they need help with, especially when you mentioned about the, uh, one of you mentioned about your people being so disabled in the head that they can't figure out things like myself. <laughs> Anyways, uh, just really enjoyed that and just wanted to let you know uh, uh, I really enjoy your show and uh, good one. Thank you. Have a nice day. So those were really, both of those were really great voicemails and it's stuff that, comments that we've heard a lot from, you know, in person on Twitter, on Facebook, through emails. It's a very personal issue for people and we're glad that we've had a few emails and comments about it as well and, you know, Disney is still trying to figure out what to do. Uh, we've had friends that go, went down there a few weeks ago, and I was down there last week and saw it in action and was you know kind of disappointed in how it works. But you know this this affects everybody on a personal level. So uh, and it affects everybody differently. I guess I don't, I'm going to get choked up here. Um, <laughs> but we are so glad that you guys called us and asked us, you know, to uh, uh, thanked us and asked us for further explanations and. You know, hopefully we'll do something else like this again in the future. Yeah, yeah. Ho hopefully, you know, the rest of the system will become cle more clear as time goes on. But really, thank you for calling in. E even the email, we got a ton of emails on this too. Yeah. But thanks for letting us know your views on the subject, uh, especially those of you who have called in. And, and you who called to, it directly affects you. So uh, we mm -hmm. really appreciate that. Um, but on to lighter things. Now we also have a, a voicemail from our friend Amy, who was calling us from a very special place. Hey, Jess. Hey, George. It's Amy. Um, I am actually calling you directly in from the Spaceship Earth at Epcot right now. I uh, just wanted to say hello and um, keep doing what you're doing. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Oh, Amy, thank you so much for calling and teasing us while you're at a park and we're not. Although we could have been. And with Jeff, there's really no telling. Yeah, me, I mean, I could be recording from a park right now. And, I mean, she could have been calling when you were actually there, so. Oh, that's true. Eh, that's true. You never know. But, hey, we, we love to hear, you know, call us from the parks. Yeah, we like yeah. when people call us from the parks. It makes George jealous. It does, it does. And, and, and call us from George. The, yeah, I know, I know. But call, <laughs> us from the, call us from the bathrooms, too. Um, hey. Wait a second. I don't know. 
if that's the best idea in the world. We like reporting bathroom breaks, but we don't want live ones. We like yeah, you guys. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's but that, not that that's much. Good. That's good. So, so the next voicemail came from a number that kind of surprised and excited both of us. Yeah, it was really bizarre. Let's uh, let's listen. Hello, boys. It's your old friend Eisner, and I just wanted you to know. I've been watching you, and I will destroy you. Uh, talk to you soon. Bye. I don't. I don't even know what to make of that one. <laughs> what? What was that about? <laughs> I am so confused and frightened at this point in time. Those are two good words to describe my feelings right now: confused yes. and frightened. Confused and frightened, and I'm wondering what the future might hold. Yeah, me, yes, me too. At this point in time. Yeah. So, um, maybe see you soon, Eisner, I guess, because you said it, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it depends on his travel schedule, I guess. Yeah. Well, on lighter notes, um, sometimes people enjoy our music. Go figure, right? They, you know, <laughs> p- people like what the Communicore Weekly Orchestra comes up with. And sometimes they also create their new lyrics for themselves and call us and perform said lyrics over the phone. And they're awesome. <laughs> so um here are two voicemails of s- songs that you guys have written for us Both of those songs were fantastic. I mean, of course, the music was great, but the lyrics it was so cool and so clever, especially the ones uh, from Not For Dreaming. Yeah. They, the, the fact that you guys sit there and you made up your own lyrics, um, yes. especially to get buttons, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we loved it. We absolutely loved it. And, and you know, Not For Dreaming, they, they have uh, Instagrammed and tweeted us before. While they've been at Walt Disney World. With While some, wearing our buttons, no less. Well, and, and carrying around some book. Yeah. Go figure, right? Some, some Go, cute book or something. So, uh, it's, it must be a cute book. Not an adorable book, but a cute book. <laughs> it was a cute one. It yeah, was you know, a, it's definitely right. a cute book. It was but all right. If Steve and Andy ever quit on us, we'll give you guys a call because, you know, that was pretty awesome. Hey, George and Jeff. Uh, this is uh, Mike Ripplinger, one of your Communicore cadets. Uh, my email address is Mike, M-I-K-E, at Ripplinger, R-I-P-P-L-I-N-G-E-R dot U-S. And I saw George's post on Facebook that it's uh, Jeff's birthday today. So happy birthday, Jeff. Just wanted to wish you a good one. You know, I've got to admit to you, uh, watching, you know, listening to the show and uh, and seeing uh, your posts and whatnot, I, I really thought when you moved to California this year, I figured, oh, cool, he's, he's going out to California to write about Disney stuff as his new full-time gig. And you know, then recently you uh, talked about and mentioned uh, that you have a different full-time gig, and it just made me say, wow, uh, all the stuff you do with Communicore and, and the, the the articles you write, all that stuff you do on the side in addition to a full-time job and in addition to having a family. And, 
you know, as a guy, I've got a family myself and work a full-time job, and I'd love to be a writer someday and aspire to do that, but this gives me a lot of respect for you, Jeff, and uh, I just admire all that you do and, uh, you know, all that you find time to do and that you find the time to follow your passions, and I really look up to you for that. So, anyway, man, have a happy birthday. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Uh, keep on rocking the five-legged goat. So long. Um, this, that one with Mike, for the voicemail for Mike was by far, uh, my favorite voicemail of, of the bunch. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it was really nice. It was really sweet. And I know I kind of speak for myself and George when I say, you know, us doing the show and the articles right and everything, it's because we, we love the, we love this mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, it's fantastic. It's a part of our lives and it, it's not really work when you love doing it and when you love talking about it. So, Oh, sure. I mean, it's, it's really hard to explain to family and coworkers and friends, you know, either why you're going down there again or, you know, why you've got 900 books in the bedroom about Disney, or, or, but it's just that passion. It's that love. We love doing this and, you know, you and I, we have a great chemistry together, and the show works well. Do we? Do we have a great know. chemistry together? I don't know. I, I was a little nervous that first time we met at the Earl of Sandwich. I didn't know what was going to happen. I know, but then so. it was like um, meeting your brother for the first time <laughs> in your entire life, right? That's what it was. I knew <laughs> That's it. That's exactly what it was. But but we, we love it, and yes, we both work real jobs in addition to this, which is okay. We love it. I mean, we're sure, we'd like to be doing this full time and making money off of it, but we don't make money off of it, but we do it anyway because we do love it. <laughs> I think that that's the main takeaway. When you love something that much, you just like to do it. So we'd like exactly. to do it. So I like this one too, actually. Uh, I, li- I like when people um, use our information from the show. Um, I'll, I'll let him tell the story. This is Dean Finder calling from the auto train north out of Florida. Had a great time down at Disney World. Thanks to you guys, I was able to bore my family intently with tales of Disney trivia and five-legged goats. Thanks, and we'll see you on the show. Bore his family with Disney facts. It doesn't get much better than that, I think. I think that's <laughs> pretty fantastic. <laughs> I've, I've been doing that for nigh on 20 years <laughs> at this point in time, you know? So it's, it's, it's Dean Finder, welcome to the club. You're an official member now. We have certificates and buttons, and we'll send you one. <laughs> but not the other. But not the other. But mostly not the, the buttons, because that's what we button. actually have. I lied about but the yes, certificates. We're we're glad that we're able to present the information in a way that you can digest it and then spit it back out at your family. Yes. Well, hopefully not like actual water spit back out at them, because that's kind of gross. But like verbally oh, spit. Yeah. At that's a good point. You know what? That's a really good point. Yeah. Gross. Gross. I grossed myself out with that one. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Um, and actually, for our last voicemail, we have a nice little story. We, we got this after our Halloween episode, and I thought it was a, a cool little thing, um, so I just wanted to include it. Hi, guys. This is Merrick in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I have a little story for you after listening to the fantastic Halloween episode. When I was a child in Kansas City, Missouri, we had a record, you know, a 72 um, an old record, a 78, I think, um, that my parents would play out the windows of our house for trick-or-treaters. And on one side was Donald Duck's trick-or-treat, and on the other side was the story and song of the Haunted Mansion. I was terrified of the Haunted Mansion side of this record. So when I would go out trick-or-treating, I would not come home until someone flipped the record to the trick-or-treat with Donald Duck's side. 
the first year that I went out on my own, I was down the block and without my brother because I was on my own and my brother was back at the house. He knew that I was terrified of the Haunted Mansion side of this record. So he decided not to flip the record and just to repeatedly play the Haunted Mansion over and over and over. While I sat just barely in earshot, sitting on a neighbor's lawn, crying because I could not go home while the Haunted Mansion was playing. The first time I went on the Haunted Mansion, I was an adult. And uh, ever since, I've been a huge fan. But it always brings back memory of that particular Halloween when I cried and cried. So I just wanted to share my Halloween Haunted Mansion story with you and to wish Jeff a happy birthday. Thanks again. Bye. Wow, what a fantastic story. Uh, Not even, uh, I mean, it included Halloween and trick-or-treating in the Haunted Mansion. And I know those are three of our favorite things. And probably quietly sobbing to herself, unfortunately. Yes, Yes. and scared little children. Four of our favorite things. Yes, favorite things in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. I've still talked to a few adults that are afraid to go uh, into the Haunted Mansion because they're afraid it's really scary. I have to assure them, though, I, I took my children on before they were three, and I go... Wait a minute, does that make me a bad parent? No, no, no. That means you're the best parent. Ah, good, good, good. I was wondering about that. But, yeah, yes. that was a lovely story <laughs> to share with us about your <laughs> Halloween memories of being frightened and in, in, in the Halloween record, the Haunted Mansion record, which uh, I love that one. So, um, well, we've reached the end of our voicemail bag. Yeah, we, we really appreciate you guys uh, giving us calls. You know, I mean, I know we've been saying this for weeks. We're finally going to get to this episode. We're finally going to get to this episode. And we did finally get to this episode, guys. I hope it was well worth the wait. Um, I, I liked hearing from you guys. I like hearing your yeah. voicemails. I think they're great. Um, it was fantastic. Definitely. Yeah. So as long as you guys keep calling us, we'll keep doing these every couple of months when we actually remember to do them like we did tonight. So, so basically, if you didn't like this episode... What you're telling us, Jeff, is to never call the goat line so we won't do another one. Yes, essentially. That's that's our way of knowing how much you guys hated this episode is when you don't call us. Um, but if, if you did like it and you would like to be on the one in the future, give us a call on the Communicore Weekly Hotline. It is 424-785-4628. Uh, leave us a voicemail. And we'll, we'll send you a button. And if any of you that have called uh, for this episode have not received your button or uh, we did not ask you for it yet, shoot us an email at communicorweekly at gmail.com with our, your address, and we'll send you your button out to you because we want to say thank you for giving us a call. Okay, well, we'd like to thank you guys again so much for leaving us so many voicemails and for listening to our first ever voicemail show. Don't forget to leave us a message, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. <laughs> 